Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 418, not the box office report. Too many good movies. It Well, there's too many movies. Too many that? Popular yeah, that's movies. Too, too, many, many, too many movies that are making more money than they should. Too many major releases. Yeah, that's fair. It was such a big week for movies, we decided that we would we would do two. Yeah. I'm going to make a rare sports reference. It's okay. like Harry Carey. It's a great day for two. It's, oh, man, Harry Carey. So, Who was that comedian that used to do? Had a, had a great... All of them? No, there was one that was like... Well, Will Ferrell Will did Ferrell did Will Ferrell had it, but there was another one who wasn't as popular. Yeah. Who would... Like, if you were to hear him... Like, he'd do it on the... He was friends with JC, I think. And he would come on. Oh, there was a local guy named Mike Duran. No. Who, who did a great Harry Carey. But either way, this guy would, like, if you did not know it wasn't Harry Carey, yeah. you would think it was Harry Carey. Mike Duran's Harry Carey was, it was he would he, do this. His was also very He would good. do this thing about my, Harry Carey at a Mexican restaurant ordering <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was, it was really good. Oh, man. Yeah, it's very juvenile. You don't get voices like that anymore. No. No, that's okay. So uh, we should probably go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And we have a uh, a guest joining us via Skype-a-phone. <laughs> it is, uh, Why didn't they call it that? I, they should have. <laughs> they missed out, but now I call it that, and they can't have you it. Start your own company now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that would work out fine. They wouldn't care at all. <laughs> no, no every, everything will be okay. But uh, Jason Michael from the Atlantic SC podcast. Hey, Jason. Hello, gentlemen. Did I say everything properly? Oh, yeah. It's a, okay. it, The name is way too long. We didn't think it through. We were overzealous <laughs> two years ago when we picked it. <laughs> I like I like it, though, because explain why it's called the Atlantic SC, because at first I didn't, you know, understand the connection, no pun intended, but, you know, uh, tell us, tell the folks listening what the podcast is and, and the meaning of the name. Oh, the meaning of the name is basically because the, my, my co-host lives in Ireland and I'm in Quebec City in Canada. And so the idea is that the Atlantic Ocean is the one separating us and the only way we can actually talk to each other is through a screen anyway. And because the medium in which we, you know, review films are projected on screens, we're just connected by that. So it was just very literal and just so long to say. And we were putting out a hashtag, I remember, and Lee's the one who decided not to do what we were supposed to do. 
well, the one I suggested because he put Atlantic SC. I put AS Connect, and he says I don't want Ask Connect to be the, <laughs> to be the name that we go with for our hashtag. And he says you know, hashtag Ask Connection. You might exactly, get a lot of hits that, that way. No, yeah. I was yeah. like, in in retrospect, you would get a lot of traffic. It just would be the the wrong demo. Yeah, exactly. There are a lot People of traffic. Like, Wait a minute, this is the podcast. Or, this isn't the podcast I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're talking I'm about s- movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm and not here, the right kind of movies. Sitting here with my pants around my ankles, <laughs> ready to rock and roll. And, and you hear you Jason's voice come on. Yeah. And you hear that sultry Canadian accent. To me, it doesn't sound like Canadian accent. That's always weird to me because, you know, I know that to you guys, I sound Canadian. But then if I speak to people that are in Canada, they think that I sound French because I live in Quebec. But when I yeah. speak here, everyone thinks I sound american because they have no idea <laughs> say you know. say say about about yeah, that's <laughs> close enough <laughs> no, it sounds pretty but see the thing the thing is we decided, i don't say a boot though i don't understand yeah. what you guys yeah. like, i know what the difference is between boots and about <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the but here's the real question are you sorry yeah i'm always sorry yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm so, already sorry for how this show's going to turn out. <laughs> but Jason speaks French, and I thought, well, so that we don't have to understand anything that we're talking about in this movie, we'll just have him do the review in French. He's gonna, he's Please. he's our translator. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be like Garrett Morris in the bottom of the screen. Yeah, can you translate this movie into not nonsense? <laughs> uh <laughs> And I je guess... suis pas certain que je vais être capable. Je pense que c'est vraiment... C'est un bon film. Il est le fun. C'est un film de série B des années 90. Mais à part de ça, je peux pas te garantir que c'est un film qui est à, à voir. Pas mal certain que c'est à manquer. That was legit. I hope, yeah. he, I hope that wasn't like a hate crime in French. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I'm not looking up what it means. I'm just posting yeah. it. So yeah, I mean, gonna... for, for all we know, you just denied the Holocaust. <laughs> we, got, we got nothing. No, I just basically said that it was a B-movie straight from the 90s. I don't think it's something that we should see. It's something that we should miss. But it's an agreement time anyway <laughs> there it is well you're gonna be nicer to it than i am yeah me but, too uh, well thanks I, for joining us that yeah. sums it up so yeah. we'll uh thanks for we told you we'd finally have you on see you jason <laughs> bye-bye so uh i guess we should probably say we never actually said what movie we're doing although if you're downloading this you saw it in the title yeah but uh we're doing venom so yeah. uh, oh. and I, I feel i feel like it should be like venom audible groan you know like that has to be attached when Oof, you say venom. yeah oh. it's it was pretty rough so. Uh, it's it's funny, you know. I we I jokingly said this on the Facebook page is the DC zombies will defend the DC EU to the core, and I was shocked at how many people were just like, "What? No, this movie is really good. What? It's really good. Oh, they're out there. Oh, I they're mean, out there. Oh, and it's just God. like, what? Okay, yeah. I've I've given up hope. I guess they got the. I mean, to battle the Lady Gaga fans who are of course blasting this thing because yeah. we know that's the conspiracy. I guess they can't that's play an odd. Anomaly right now. Right. Seeing that, like, what, what, what do these movies even have in common? What's the beef? <laughs> right. I have no idea. They open the same weekend. Is about <laughs> yeah. all they have. In, like, is that it? Like they were actually going to compete. And, like they have uh, anything. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect counter programming. It is, it is perfect counter programming. And here's the thing: the Lady Gaga fans, the okay, the Venom fans are nerd boys. Oh yeah. Okay. Neck, neck beard scratching all the, the way. The Lady Gaga fans are like. The weird theater girls that are most <laughs> likely to date the nerd boys. We could have just wiped out a future generation of children because now they're fighting over this movie. Or it could be like one of those like, like uh, they weird. fight and fight and fight, and then all of a yeah. sudden they're like, "Are you turned on? So am I." And then and, and now we've got a weird theater 
goth kid. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what oh, I know. I got a couple of them. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're I mean, trying I'd, to do. I'd pay to watch a Venom musical starring Lady Gaga. That'd be awesome. <laughs> As Venom? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's Lady Venom. I think that should be great casting. Oh, we saw it. Yeah, we saw it. She just it. didn't sing. Yeah. But. She has better wigs, too, so that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I thought, uh, Jason, I thought you, you said the exact thing I thought of this movie, although I, I didn't land on a like, but it was okay. I landed on what the hell is happening. <laughs> but it it really, it felt like a movie that should have been made 25 if, years if ago. If this movie comes oh, yeah. out in 1995... It would have been huge. It would have been one of the greatest comic book movies ever made. Yeah. This movie mm. comes out with Captain America and the John Le- John Wesley ship Flash. And, you know, I mean, like, this movie could have came oh, out... I was like... Oh, the, you mean the... Next J- to Blade, man. Yeah. Right. That, yes. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is Blade is really Blade good. Was, Blade is... 50 times if you put this, this up against it's Blade. 50, yes but it's only 50 times better in our mind because we were in our teens when we watched <laughs> no, it you watch that, holds that movie up. again oh, blade, come on. blade one and blade two hold <laughs> uh, up blade, three, blade not two so much. holds up blade one look at that, that fight. fight with deacon frost at the end where yeah. just this bubble that just that's nah, great. It doesn't make any it's sense got tra- it's got but tracy lords same crap that happened in venom at the end of this one. it's got tracy lords <laughs> in it what more do you want well there's one thing we can say for sure a Jason, better script jason and joe will not be having kids now see i don't I don't think you know Am how I this Lady works. Gaga Kevin. in the scenario? Uh, if you want to be, yeah, I mean you've got <laughs> okay. the beard. They can't have right, babies because he's Canadian. <laughs> oh, that doesn't that doesn't work. No, that's not no, how it works. Werewolves, werewolves. I, knowing and marmots, no, knowing America right now, I don't think he wants to have babies with an American. So. <laughs> it's also when you divorce a Canadian. Sure, I do, man. I'd be I'd be corrupting the system from within. <laughs> oh, I'd be making to... better people that apologize for things <laughs> instead of. <laughs> it's very difficult uh, if an American marries a Canadian, they get divorced. It's very difficult to figure out the settlements because, like. You can't truly assess the value of any of your paperback books. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. But at least uh, you know we'll have your help to build walls. Yeah, <laughs> it's not our help. Uh. It's like who gets custody of the healthcare? <laughs> yeah, right. I'll take the Canadian healthcare. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this movie just really felt like. I mean, I re- I haven't done any reading on it because it was a piece of crap and yeah. I don't want to spend any more time on it but like do we know did this script like kick around for 20 years because it feels like it I, so <laughs> I don't know it they take elements from the animated series as well so it's like and I mean that was in the early 90s when you went to the screening did huh? they give you a comic book did you get a free no. comic? so I went to see it at AMC I it. and I got a free comic book and as I left I gave it back <laughs> well, you should have done that. Thank you. I'm done with this. I was just like, I, I traded yeah. it. I picked it up for my my daughter because she likes to draw, and I was like, here's one. But the one that they had handed me at the theater was in French, and I was like, there's no f-ing way I'm picking this up. <laughs> I just handed that one back as like, here, you keep that. You go to the toilet and wipe. But then after that, I'm just gonna keep the one that I have in English. But I gave are, it to my daughter, and she looked at it and she tossed it aside. So it was pretty much the same thing that happened to Tom. Yeah, <laughs> those are going for money. Are they really? Yeah. It was and it was like eight pages and all it, it looked like was the scene where uh, that the scene where he walks into the store that you see at the very oh, end. Oh, really? Like that's all it was. Oh, oh, that's not what I'm thinking of. There must have there was a movie variant that's got okay. Tom Hardy on the cover. That, oh, you know, no, that's not what this was. Okay. This was like eight pages. This is it, the free giveaway. It was the free the... giveaway when you saw the movie. I gotcha. And I was just like, I, I'm not even going to waste a bag and board on this. <laughs> right. so, and I, you can't wipe with it, as, as Jason said, because it was on that really glossy paper. Glossy and what's the point? Prestige format. paper. Right. So it's not absorbent. So, <laughs> so I figure we get this out of the way, and there's no Spider-Man or Spider-Man connection in this Yes, movie. there is. What do you mean? There's a Spider-Man connection in this movie. What is it? The astronaut 
that well, I know yeah, well, no. Jameson's son right. is, 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 I mean that's Jameson's son right but what I mean is the origin like as far as Spider-Man the suit becoming Spider-Man's suit you know, oh like, sure, sure sure I mean yeah. there's no this origin people were just wondering is there going to be some kind of way that Marvel actually gets a Spider-Man cameo and then they combine or, or whatnot but that does not happen Marvel was smarter than well that. it's also it's I now I don't know how that <laughs> Disney the, how that deal works because I thought the deal was is that Marvel would recreate their Spider-Man for the MCU, and then Sony could use Tom Holland when they wanted to use him. But yeah. now I'm starting to think that's not the case. No, because I think I, the deal is for Stan Lee. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's where they got it. it. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, like, I have, I, I have to believe that if Sony had the ability to use Tom Holland. They would have used him in this. Oh, absolutely! You would think, I, yeah. I think they wanted to stay as far away. Like when I saw no Spider-Man in this, I'm like, "Oh, good job, MCU." I like, also have to think that Tom Hardy signed on for this, maybe thinking ahead a little bit, where he's like, "Maybe, yeah, if I do this, this will this will be this will be my in <laughs> into the Disney MCU." Yeah. So, so I mean, jumping right into the movie. So the first scene of the movie, we get the origin of how the symbiotes come to symbiotes. Yeah. No, they took that out, which they I was, no, which I was really out, impressed. Yeah. The, fir- the first time we saw the gal in the that lab, was, is, Jenny is, that, Slate. is that a Canadian pronunciation? <laughs> no, that's a stupid no, no, person no. pronunciation. Like, I, you know, that was the thing that was so frustrating. The first trailer is you see Jenny Slate and she, she calls them symbiotes and it sounds so stupid. And there's this big debate and it's like, oh, well, the dictionary says you can pronounce it this way or that way. But like, no. It's no, it's not symbiotes. It's symbiotes. Like yeah. we've heard it pronounced that way on the shows. People have said it that way. So anyway, when she comes on screen and she says it for the first time, I'm like, oh, they refilmed it or or <laughs> ADR it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I was glad. I'm like, I didn't think they would go to the effort, but I guess they were like, yeah, let's not piss off the fans anymore. <laughs> this than music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you spend money on reshoots, you should have reshot something better than that. I know of all the things <laughs> that you could fix, that's the one. Yeah, like yeah, like, this movie's bad enough. <laughs> we don't need the fans getting angrier at us because we can't pronounce the main character yeah, uh, yeah so like, i'm gonna was... pronounce it symbiote for the rest of the show though <laughs> you know what's great just is to remind people they <laughs> should have instead of ha- fixing that they should have went in and looped venom calling someone uh a turd an ooman an ooman a what <laughs> like instead of a human oh he's an ooman <laughs> they're an ooman being <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh don't don't even be started on tom hardy's weird i gotta tell accent. you this is the most i've been able to understand him with an american accent well, I mean, so, really? Yeah. I had trouble the entire time. Oh, oh. not at all. Is there a? And back- I don't say a boot like we we, we prefaced this by <laughs> saying that. Is there a backstory where Eddie Brock is one of the jerky boys? Like, what is going <laughs> no, on? It's just it's, he's a jerk. It's, like that's it. It's literally Tom Hardy is British. He has a terrible American accent, and now he's a New Yorker. So he's merging all these things, trying to do an American New York Didn't accent. Did he do something with a New York accent in that San wasn't, Francisco? Yeah, yeah, in San Francisco. Didn't he have a New York accent in Inception that wasn't bad? No, uh, he's, uh, he had his... Uh, his he was British. Just, just the regular... He was British, yeah. Oh, yeah, is that's that right? That's Christopher Nolan movie, oh, man. I guess they all get true. to be yeah, English in that movie. But uh, no, it's it's like... And I mean, he's already such a mumble mouth. I mean, I like Tom Hardy, but yeah. I want Tom Hardy with an accent like I want Superman with an accent, Henry Cavill. Like, I, some of these British actors, some are great at dropping the accent. Right. Some are really bad at the accent. And this thing is I, weird. Hardy is... I'm get, uh, he's, he's getting to me now because I'm starting to doubt whether or not he's actually really good only or <laughs> only know. good in bursts yeah right. only good in bursts because the I, restaurant scene where he's actually going in with the lobsters and whatnot that is fantastic i was like that to take that kind of risk you know go for the you know the comedy that he was going for in that case i was like jesus christ he's fantastic he looks <laughs> great in the scene but then after that when he's 
trying to be the interviewer, you're like, what do you, how, why are you walking with so slouch? Why can't you speak correctly? Why are, <laughs> I, I just couldn't understand like the two differences that he was trying to go for yeah. in those sequences. Nothing about that character says uh, top notch investigative. No. Journalist. And I'm like, well, that's I'm, the thing is like, so Eddie Brock in the comic, the comic book version and even the Spider-Man three version is yeah. a scumbag. Yeah. Like he doctors mm-hmm. photos. He, he lies and he tries to frame up Spider-Man. Peter Parker catches him, and he gets fired. Well, at the end of this movie, clearly the interview he's going for is the Daily Bugle. They don't say, but he. I they, know, but they can, probably can't. But I'm saying, why like, they're trying to? But they can if they're using John. If they're using John Jameson, you don't. But no, no, no. no. For, okay, first of all, you don't know that because okay. his name in the credits is Jay Jameson. Right, yeah. right, but that doesn't mean okay. they, they never mention J. Jonah Jameson. They never mention the Daily Bugle. They say the astronaut's name they is Jay the, Jameson. They say the Daily News or something. Yeah, and, and so the the whole point is, so what Joe was talking about earlier, you know, I there's no solid connection, but if you're a fan of the comics and the show and everything, you know that the origin from the animated series is that J. Jonah Jameson, you know, Spider-Man's boss from the Daily Bugle, no. Peter Parker's. It's his son. His son is the... I, yeah. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson, the guy that yells at Spider-Man, J.K. Simmons in the original movies, his son is an astronaut, and he goes to outer space, and he brings back And he Venom. just got back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in the comic books, actually, J. Jonah Jameson becomes a werewolf. Or yeah. John Jameson becomes a werewolf. Yeah. yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so so that, that is what they're alluding to here. But again, there's no actual mention... Like, I don't know if this is one of those rights things where they're just tiptoeing enough to where they right. say that. And they're like, well, if we get the rights, of course. But don't would. they already have the rights? I don't. I, the thing is, I don't know the legalities. <laughs> but guess what? If they had the rights hardcore, you'd be hearing J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah. And Daily, Daily, Daily Bugle, Bugle and, and Peter Parker. Me, yeah. So there's a reason mm-hmm. why they didn't say it. And it's not because they're like, yeah, we want this to stand on our own. No, these these mother effers want as yeah. much Spider-Man when, as they can. When they start to uh, try to spin off Silver Sable. Or uh, more Mobius, the the vampire, yeah. and it's just like these are all Spider-Man characters. That oh, Jason Momoa would be great as as Mobius, as oh, Morbius, Morbius, yeah, yeah, Morbius, no. the vampire. Yeah, hey, There's don't worry, like an you got shoot of what the crow could be. No, <laughs> you get got Momoa out of there. You got Jared Leto. It's fine. Aquaman shit there. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Though, I don't like, want to see Momoa anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even want to see. Guess him as what, Aquaman. brother? You got a whole month know, of promos. Yeah. He he was so yeah. against it he does he won't even drink mimosas. <laughs> it's yeah, too close. Exactly. It's too yeah. close. So yeah, the 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 spaceship crashes. Uh there's one survivor and it's this astronaut named Jameson. Uh Riz Ahmad it plays who I thought was supposed to be initially like I didn't realize that he wasn't going to be Carnage. Like that's what I thought we were doing. I thought that's what we were doing too. And then oh, we get to the we get riot. That would have been really weird. Why oh. does only one of the aliens have a name? <laughs> the, no, there was like Sin, and there was Venom, and then there was Rizamod. Oh, I, I, Rizamod, I thought that was Riot. That was yeah, Riot. Riot. Riot is, is Sin. Sin is the female symbiote. But I mean, are yeah. you are you really going to have a Cletus Cassidy that isn't you know pale white with red crazy hair as they gave us in spoilers the mid credit? I got to like, tell you, oh, there was a mid credit scene. There was two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I well, failed. It's, it's no, there was a there was a mid credit scene yeah, okay. and a preview for Enter the Which, Spider. Which I got to tell you, dumb move on Sony's to part. put that at the end of this, and you're like, <laughs> oh my god, why didn't I just see that? I movie? Got, they they show like they show like a five minute clip of Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, that looks amazing. Yeah, no that, pun intended. That, that was like the reverse icing on the cake, whatever. <laughs> you know, like you're just like you watch this piece of crap and then you're like, this looks so fun. It oh my was God. icing on a turd in the it, wind. It, oh. <laughs> 
God, don't, I can't wait. So, okay, I liked those moments. I liked the moments with Tom Hardy talking to himself. Yeah. I liked that. I I liked that when it was called All of Me with Steve Martin. Which is exactly what this is. It's I mean it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought Brian and I, I thought at one point I thought he was gonna try and put Edwina back in the bowl. <laughs> but in a better movie, we compliment Marvel for doing this. Yes. For making movies. Absolutely. Every Marvel movie, or for the most part, at least the first one, everyone is based on a different genre. So they're all different. They all connect, but it's like each one has the director. But it's one movie, one genre. This right. is one movie, three but, genres. Oh, yeah. It's just as <laughs> Split personality is Venom and Eddie Brock. And that's the that is my main problem with this movie is there were glimmers. I mean, the script is atrocious. It's so yeah. bad. Oh, but, it's so bad. But there are glimmers when Tom Hardy's doing his thing where I'm like, there's oh, there something here. And I can't like quite put my finger on it. But in my head, I'm like, okay, this is kind of working for a second. But tonally, the movie is such a shift because what they're doing, they're doing the thing that DC does kind of yep. where they're like, this is successful. Let's cram this in it. They're t- like, are they trying to Deadpool make Venom? Worked. Yes. Are they trying to make Venom spider? man are they trying to make him deadpool it's like this is venom he's not these other things but now eddie brock is is uh, deadpool yeah and and it's it just is so weird because the movie goes from being dark and he's a killer and this thing's biting people's heads off and then we've got this goofy thing and then we've got like a romantic comedy like can i tell you why i think deadpool's getting a pg-13 release why is that because they want disney wants to know if it's gonna work Oh, Disney, if they can make the, money it's, on it's a PG. A, it's a Disney test. How did they make a secret Deadpool movie? And I don't know. It's it's the second one recut. It's, oh, it's yeah, a they recut. recut. They, they, they didn't oh, have PG-13. all the information, and we were like, wait a minute, there's a new Deadpool, but oh, yeah. it's a recut. I'd never seen it's, that yeah, story. It's a recut. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time since Hollywood's done that. I know. The last time I could remember that was, man, Grease? Uh, not Grease, Saturday Night Fever? They recut Saturday Night Fever. There was they really Saturday Night Fever huh. was no such a huge hit. They did they had a PG cut that they put in the theaters. Oh, because pre PG thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. There was no PG thirteen at the time. Yeah. Here's the reason why I think that is genius, though. Okay, so you have some people going like, "Oh, you know, Deadpool works because it's R." Blah, blah blah. I agree. Deadpool's great. We can still watch that movie. This is not ruining that. But you know what? There's people out there like my son, who's nine, who I will not let anywhere close to Deadpool. I'll take him to the PG thirteen one. This yeah. is like, to see if they can put Peter Parker. And yeah. Ryan or Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds on screen together. I don't know, man. I mean, my my daughters. I didn't show them the first Deadpool because of the sex scene in it. Yeah, which is I know it's it's, it's not a good thing. I, I'll show them all the violence that they want because yeah. they love it. But at the same time, if you see boobs, I'm like, ooh, you know. So <laughs> no pegging for Deadpool your kids. Too, is that fair to say? What? Yeah, what? No pegging for your kids. That's fair to. Well, I think that's probably like, what is she doing to him? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I was wondering, like, if you have, you know, girls... when you hit your forties, <laughs> yeah, if sometimes you, have... you gotta try stuff out, man. You don't even know. <laughs> if you have girls, why do you see care if they see boobs? All they gotta do is look down. Well, that's the thing. That's why I took them to see Logan. Okay. And I was like, I don't give. It. He's chopping heads off, and there's there's a sorority girl in the back showing. So I was like, well, eventually they're gonna have them. My my girlfriend has them. Everything's fine. <laughs> but then I showed them Deadpool too, and they loved it. You know, and that's a rated R film. They didn't really care. I think they got grossed out uh, in the the sauna scene. That's fair. <laughs> but that's you know. But yeah. other than that, it was fine. Yeah. So no, I mean, Venom. I think the only thing that they would actually be scared of is probably the horror elements where there's like these body possessions. That's yeah. The other you know, thing, that yeah. creepy the guy from the village that they took. I think they just grabbed Adrian Brody's character from the village and stuffed him in a <laughs> scientific room. <laughs> Science. Yeah. But that's it. That was probably the only thing that would creep them out. Well, that's the other thing about this movie. So not only do you have this like dark, violent movie, and then you've got your comedy and your goofy comedy, then you've got your romantic 
romantic comedy. But then you have this horror movie where they're the people next to me in this theater. These two adults brought their two young kids. I mean, like Dumb young. Asses. And I'm just like, you know, because oh, it's a superhero movie, right? Yeah. You know, or whatever, quote yeah. unquote. And so I'm looking over at them and I, my friend was sitting next to me. I'm like, how are the kids doing over there? Are they having a fun time? Like when the people are getting possessed and dying right. and blood splatter, goose splattering. And it's like, but I don't think it's, I, I don't, I don't think, how old were the kids? Uh, they were probably like seven. I don't know. I mean, they play the video games. Yeah. I mean, you got I'm a kid playing Call can't. of Duty. Yeah, this isn't any big deal. You got Call of Duty zombies where you're exploding heads. I got an 11 year old <laughs> who's watching it. Yeah. You Which know? version? The real one. The good one. There's two good ones. No, that made for TV movie oh, was correct. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't, watched, okay. I haven't even watched the new one, and I know that that one's the good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my point is though is that this is not a kids movie. This is like adults. I know it's not as bad, but when I see adults bringing their little kids to Deadpool, and you're like, "Whoa, you're not yeah, in the that's right movie." A bridge too far. But I'm yeah. just like, little kids are not going to be entertained by Venom. Yeah. I, 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 so here's the no here's way. the problem. I think Venom is the uh, I okay. So Venom debut. Uh, Let's talk about the the comic book version real quick. Todd McFarlane, who is legendary, right? Right. First issue, first issue of art duties on Amazing Spider-Man, and he creates Venom. Like that's in, that's unheard of, unless you're like Superman, right? You know, like the so this character it became insanely popular. So he would show up in in the book all the time, and he was like the ultimate Spider-Man. Couldn't beat him because he was immune to like this. Peter's spider sense wouldn't go off yeah. when Venom was around. Well, because Venom became the Spider-Man suit, right? He loses uh, the so suit. So what happens is is Secret Peter, Wars. Secret yeah. Wars happens. Peter Parker gets the suit. Um, so the suit adapts and enhances all of his powers. And he's in the suit for like a, a year. long time. Like in the comic book. Like yeah. he has the black suit for a long yeah, time. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 252 is the debut of the suit. Um, so he realizes the suit is trying to take him over. Uh, while all of this is going on, Eddie Brock has a run with Peter Parker. Peter Parker gets him fired. Uh, Peter Parker goes to like it, it. I mean, Spider-Man three got the origin right. I'll yeah, get the I'll, bell tower and all that. Exactly. So they, they figure out that the Sonics will take the suit off. Um, the suit falls on to Eddie Brock, who is in the same church just by happenstance. The the hatred that Eddie Brock has for Peter Parker combined with the yeah. hatred for the for Spider-Man for the rejection that it suffered. That's a connection of the symbiote. They come together, they form Venom. Yeah. Venom now has all of his, all of like he basically becomes a serial killer because he has all of Peter Parker's information. He knows more he knows about Aunt May, he knows about Mary Jane, he knows all that stuff and yeah. Peter is helpless against Venom. And that's also why Venom has a lot of the same abilities. Yes. Like Venom, I mean, he has mm-hmm. a big spider on his chest in that universe. I will you know. say, I don't, like, this is the ultimate version of Venom. Like, yeah. this is the the look of this character. So, like, they get the face. I will say the character looked right. He looked better than Topher Grace did. If the CG oh, was yeah. good, but... I, I mean, the design is fine. The design, but, I mean. Yeah, yeah. the CG's a little I don't like the design. I didn't, I didn't like how it looked like a big muscular guy. Well, like, that's what... Like mm-hmm. to me, Venom was always a little oh, more no, no, fluid no. than that. No, Venom was. I mean, Eddie Brock was looked like he's a big guy. Yeah, he yeah. looked like Schwarzenegger. But, but this guy looks fifteen yep. feet tall. Like, yeah. like this is really big. Oh, I see. What you're, the this design is like is Ang- I rec- I compared it to the Angley Hulk. Yeah, that's I like, what it looked like. Yeah, I like even the opening sequence looked like that. If you guys remember, you know, using all the panels and whatnot. Yeah, it seemed like they were going for that. 
that that beginning as right, well. Right, right, so, exactly. Anyway, but yeah. yeah, so he's he's big and bulky, and he's I got like him like to the, be Eddie Brock's big size, like a a huge Eddie Brock looking Spider Man black not, suit, not but, the size of but not Grace. a not a Hulk, not a Hulk Venom. You know, I just I agree with Tom. That's, it was that's a little kind off-putting. of it's what they like. That was the thing in the comic books is they just kept making him. So you had Todd McFarlane drawing him, and McFarlane definitely has his own style. Then you had Eric Larson drawing him, and Larson at that point was kind of like a McFarlane ripoff. Yeah, he was a poor man. And then he did his own thing. Like he kind of changed his style and did his thing. But like they kept drawing him as this giant, bulky creature to yeah. to to counteract like the the thinner. Spider-Man. Like, that's I remember him the... being bulky, but not like in a muscular way. Not like in a human anatomy. Like it wasn't as one to one. I think that's the way McFarlane drew him. Like, yeah. like his art style. When you saw that, yeah. If even if you look at when they introduced Carnage in, in, I think it was in the nineties. I have his second appearance here in my stuff, and you know, Venom is is just a bit taller than Peter Parker is, but he's a massive guy. He's like the Rock standing next to Tom Hardy. That's you know exa- what I mean. Uh, the Rock's build the, the, is exactly the way, yeah. Venom would look, yeah, a yeah. little bit more exaggerated, but that's pretty close. Yeah. Okay, so this movie, so your main thing is, so you've got these these symbiotes coming from space, and so, you know, and I was, and they use all these different colors. I'm looking for the red one. I'm like, why do you not put a red one in there? Uh, of all the col- I mean, especially if they are setting that up. I just thought that uh, was a little yeah. odd not to put the red <laughs> one in there, but okay. So you've got like blue and yellow and black, of course, which is the Venom one. And so one of them gets out, right? It, it The gal that's up in space it attaches to her or does it get out after it crashes uh it gets out after it crashes okay after it crashes so so they're able to get it's on the way in the truck yeah so 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 you've got this they're setting up this thing where this symbiote is sneaking away and and uh you know it crash landed and it's taking possession of people so we get this thing where this is very reminiscent of i felt like mystique in the x-men movies like it's the same kind of effect <laughs> when they to show you people are mystique when her eyes go weird or whatever right. so it yeah. keeps taking over people and their eyes are turning white or whatever bright white and you know it's venom and so anyway so it's on its way uh and so we find out riz Ahmad is the head of this this life corporation life core okay and so he they're basically trying to do all these genetic experiments and they're doing all this under the radar testing on on humans. I mean, they eventually get there with this suit, but they're doing all these weird pharmaceutical. Trials. No, the one that gets away is <laughs> Rampage. It's not Venom. Oh, it's, it's the one that Rizamod. It's gets. Riot. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, Riot. Riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Venom, Venom shows up is, is in one of the canisters. OK, yeah, yeah. because it, because he possesses. The well, ambulance it was the, driver. It was, uh, the woman he gives uh, $20 to. The homeless woman? Ah, that. Yeah. played music. She's the one. They, they trap her because they're taking people off the streets in order to test these things. He finds her when um, the doctor is like, That's oh, right. well, go do your investigative journalism <laughs> under all these weird circumstances. Just go in there. You know, don't oh. protect yourself. No nothing. Right, and he tries right, right. to break her free and then after that she jumps on top of him and then she that's gets, right. she gives merges him with that's him. right okay so the one that escapes eventually will become the villain of the movie yes it's not carnage and so so now we flash forward and yes so eddie brock is this like to me he came off as more of like an alex jones type character i i can't I know out. I, I thought yeah. it was like Geraldo. Oh. I, I guess I'm like this guy like he has his own little I guess because of these web shows or you see sure. these clips from things and I'm like oh my god are they making him Alex Jones not as hateful obviously. A Shane Dawson type guy if you, I don't even know who that is yeah if you say so is that a Canadian no, dude? A, he's the guy who's making these profiles on on uh, like Logan Paul or Jake Paul or stuff like that you know these these things where you you 
they they try to pass this off as like real documentary filmmaking and you're like no this is a guy with a camera and time on his hands <laughs> that's all it is so he's hitting the street and you see the eddie brock report and it's all these different things that he's investigated and then eventually he goes to the what what is what does he work for it's, uh, so it's weird big it's, news corporation they even reference the fact that he got in trouble in new york yeah, yeah. so at you know at your yeah. previous job when you got in trouble and i was just like so I guess for the for the non comic nerds, that means that's just giving you context as to why he has a bad New York accent and is in San Francisco. Yeah, that's how and I for, took it. For us, I was just like, well, you're totally telling us that he doctored a, a photo of Spider Man and yeah. got you know see, kicked see how, out. See how you thought that way, but they don't actually. No, say that. yeah, you, right, you right, know right. It, but they never mention any connection yeah. like that. But so anyway, so he goes to his big news corporation, and the boss tells him, you have to go interview Riz Ahmad's character. This guy was supposed to be the wizard in Shazam and passed it up to do this character Oh, instead of... Oof. Yeah. And then they got the guy from Guardians yeah, to so. be the wizard. <laughs> is this the guy from This Is Us? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's also he was also on Luke Cage. He's a, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, and he does everything he can in these scenes. He does. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, yes. Uh, so we should also mention Eddie Brock is his fiance as a lawyer, and she is representing, like her law firm is representing Carlton Drake, who's Riz Ahmad's character. So, you know, that always works out well. You know sure. you're a bad guy when your name is, when you have two first names. <laughs> Carlton Drake. Well, when your name is Drake, you know you're a bad <laughs> That's guy. True. That's yeah. pretty much it. But, hey, he's Canadian. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Degrassi. We apologize. <laughs> uh, almost got almost got no, his, i'm sorry for pointing that out <laughs> almost go. got his ass whooped last night at the fights oh he was there yeah he was front and center in oh. front of uh, conor mcgregor's people oh boy did someone hit him uh he was close i mean ah, when, when habib jumped over the railing and uh was just swinging on anything that came within arm's reach of him sure i was like who gets mad at drake <laughs> <laughs> it was a kerfluffle we'll it was say. it was a big mess go look it up it's yeah. interesting this the guy who runs this news corporation has kind of said Look, we like the Brock report. Like it gets it gets crazy hits, but you have to yeah. do this fluff piece. You Drake is requesting it. Like yeah. he's got all this money, and he says he can buy or, and sell our corporation. I mean, we need to do this piece. We and have like, to do this fluff and, piece and, on and him. make it good. You're you're there to represent their research. Basically, they're trying to cu- uh, push the space shuttle crash under the right. rug. So right. they're you know, uh, but at the same time, Eddie Brock, who is, they try to make him a nice guy. They try really hard to make him a good dude. This is the given problem the, with the, taking is Eddie Brock problem. and making him a hero. Right. And they, they do that in the comic books all the time. Like, he's been a hero before. Kind of like the anti-hero. Like, yeah. yeah, they always figure out ways to where he's, he, the, he's a right. villain, but in this specific storyline... <laughs> he's very likable. He's doing the right yeah, thing, right, but he's right. still doing it by killing lots of people. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny, like, in the comic books, he's threatened to, like, eat Mary Jane's face. And then you're just... then, like, you know... 20 issues later, Spider-Man has to team up with him and he's a good guy. And I was like, you know, he threatened to eat your wife's face off. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. putting that out there, Spider-Man. Um, so he gets into, and and Anne is Michelle Williams, I should mention. I, yes. I mean, Paycheck, good, hey good man, for a paycheck, paycheck's yeah, a paycheck. Good for her cashing in <laughs> oh, the I do think it's funny that somehow they've reissued um, Kate Mara's wig from the Fantastic yeah. Four. And oh, little- see, I went <laughs> even farther back. I thought they were, if, if this was going to be a throwback, I thought this was the 2000s Halle Berry's wig from X-Men, and then they just dunked it in some blonde stuff, and then he repurposed it for that. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. So but- yeah, so he breaks into her laptop, and I was like, well, you're already a scumbag. Like, yeah. why are you breaking into your girlfriend's yeah. laptop? Uh, yeah. yeah and, that was- and downloads and steals her, the, the 
the briefing that she has. I mean, has. he was just trying to check her Facebook messages, but yeah, he right, stumbled right. upon this uh, research for the Drake Corporation. <laughs> he's just uh, he's turning, fondled he, memories of my ex-girlfriend. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> just turning on the location services for he, so he can track <laughs> her phone. <laughs> Find my phone. <laughs> yeah. um, so he finds out all this stuff about this uh, illegal three, pharmaceutical three testing. dead astronauts and all that stuff. Yeah. So he goes and he's doing the fluff piece and things are going okay. Like he's asking the right questions. He's getting him to talk about uh, the things that the Life Corporation has done, and then he hits him with the lawsuit, drops knowledge that only inside insiders right. would have, right. and and Drake is like, "How are you getting this information?" He's, he's like, like, "What's oh, your source?" It's, it's uh, uh known, uh, you know. He's just trying to get out of it, but you know, they he says this interview's over, kicks him to the curb, right. and then we find out that because of course the company knows about Michelle Williams and him being together, they yeah. fire Michelle Williams, they fire Eddie Brock. They fire Michelle Williams, and this is the this is the point where I was like, so this is I thought it was a really smart way to put Eddie to make Eddie the character from the comic books to make him mad where he's and, lost everything. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. okay, like I can I can deal with that where he's he made the bad decision, he tried to you know, and he screwed it up, and he's lost everything. Right for and for a guy who has no money, that was a dope ass apartment. His single up in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is your uh, income like where you can afford yeah. that? So he's lost everything. Um, she gives back the ring. So they're engaged and she gives back like this is. He gets well, yeah, it. he did. Co- he cost her her job. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. So, I, I mean, mean, don't you think she overreacted a tad? I think. No, she, I no, don't. I don't. I don't at all. I think I think she works for a firm who works for like this version of Lex Luthor who has all of this power throughout everybody every little faucet or facet of this San Francisco community he screws up and gets and bre- okay breaks into her laptop takes information that only she should be privy to and then uses that and posts the interview on the internet where it's just against her client, her it, law firm's client. It totally sucks, but on the other hand, like they set it up, they are so in love and so yeah. serious about the relationship. And, like, and what that makes that breach yeah. even worse. I he should have hacked her laptop and then violated lawyer client <laughs> confidentiality. Yeah. Oh, man, if if these two people were Canadian, that would have been patched up in a flash. <laughs> and he, it would have been I'm, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. I should have shared the information with the company with you to help your career. Like, no, I'm sorry I broke into but, your laptop. Yeah. I would have just been this back and forth he uses it of to, being sorry to further his career <laughs> right, in right. a public way that everybody knows where this information came from and then she loses yeah no yeah no she he's he's done he's done so yeah. i think it sucks i just i agree with jason i feel like it was a little too strong but they have to move the story along i get it we can't have them trying to work it out or whatever i i totally get it for pacing purposes but for me i'm like oh god they're like they're going from being totally in love and engaged to be married to yeah i'm just i'm done with you and I'm, and she finds a dude not too long after that we're six, talking about what six was months earlier six months and she's moved, with a doctor now and he's got the key to her apartment so like it's yeah, serious that's, that's a little quick yeah i'm not gonna nah, lie you never know you can't you can't judge somebody's uh, no i'm judging her right yeah, now but <laughs> I, can totally, <laughs> I can totally her judge her she went from being engaged to having a guy with her apartment key you know whatever that means moved in or staying off and like you know six oh months. he's staying ah, right. there's a little bit of phallic imagery there come on now <laughs> yeah. the key inside the socket let's yeah. go so six months later shy away from it you know eddie <laughs> i mean eddie's been fired he's down on his luck he's, yeah i don't know man i don't think he's down on his luck that sweet ass apartment begs to differ. No, that's that called bad writing. He's down yeah, on his luck. Fair. Somehow he has no money. He's like he needed, friends, man. Everyone's yeah. living off Rachel. Yeah, yeah, right. He needed to have like you know like a hole in the wall 
Yeah. Drop like the bed that is like inside the wall. He should have. That he has to pull down. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what he should have. Why had. does Peter like Parker from have Roger a Rabbit stuff? You know, yeah, it's true. Peter Parker has always has a garbage apartment or garbage roommate. And he has a job. Or he's leeching. Well, not always. But, <laughs> but I mean, you know, for the most More part. More often than not. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, yeah. And Take a like, picture of that. That's damn Spider-Man. Yeah. He gets the pictures. He gets that's it right. done. So if anyway. They do, if they don't cast J.K. Simmons as Jameson again, that's a mistake. I don't well, think you can. I mean, he's Commissioner Gordon, too, which is weird. Commissioner Gordon in a movie that's never going to matter. But he's already <laughs> in a different universe. <laughs> that, that Commissioner Gordon, you're going you're gonna to see him in Justice League, and that's it. I think You'll yeah, never exactly. see him again. I think so, too. Yeah, I just think that would be a bad idea. Yeah. Go go back and get Brian Cranston. How go, often go do fix they fix the whole thing? How often him. do they cross over between universes? Like, that's the whole reason they recast. Like, I just don't know that they can take someone mean? from the old Spider-Man Oh, universe. I see what you're saying. It's a different... It would connect them. People, yeah. they would bring that up. Yeah, great if, just, it would have been great if Uncle Ben was Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So we see him, you know, and... He's he, a little young. <laughs> yeah, just kill him anyway. So we yeah. so we see Eddie Brock, you know, he's he's just down on his luck. Yeah. He goes to this little convenience store, but we see how good of a person he is. He's helping out the homeless lady that's yeah, okay. outside the store. A guy who's down on his luck who gives the homeless gal 20 bucks. Because he's such a great guy. That's what I'm saying. He's just yes. a and heart then, of gold. Yeah, right. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just, whatever you do, homeless lady, don't let him near your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could yeah. lose your job as a homeless lady. <laughs> but, you know, they... Constantly... She does, man, just because she, she knows him. She yeah. does. <laughs> but, you know, that... that's it. You're getting a house. <laughs> <laughs> but his writing, I agree. Also, besides the tone we talked about, the Eddie Brock writing is just so uneven because they, they want to make him such a good likable character and i really wish they would have made him a little more of a villain and then he could be an anti-hero you, you know, make but, him frank castle yeah frank castle is not a likable character but you sympathize but you, but exactly. you root for him. you empathize Empath- you don't yeah. you don't sympathize <laughs> yeah, you empathize most of us don't right. but eddie brock yeah. is eddie brock in this movie is a hero he's not an anti-hero they no. make him a hero venom venom is the anti-hero he's bad, he's bad for a while but <laughs> that's the talk about a you've, weird shift you've changed yeah. my mind yeah Eddie. oh but he literally that's what he said he's like i've thought about it and now i want to fight the bad guy like yeah. right so yes yeah, so the plan is is these the symbiotes are coming like they want to come to earth and just take it over and yeah. use it for its resources and leave rizamod wants to cure cancer right. using their alien abilities Which these, i mean we see that some of the sometimes the symbiotes can heal uh oh, yeah. he- heal their host like the the woman that uh riot possesses like has a shattered leg we should also say this is written and directed by reuben fletcher who did zombie land which is great it's great uh gangster squad if you take it for what it is is fun like it's not a good movie i a, i enjoy it i enjoyed gangster squad yeah. and 20 times more than this movie absolutely certainly. absolutely granted the cast is a little bit better on gangster and gangster yeah. squad but and then he did so, some other weird romantic comedy that wasn't good yeah and then this so like he has a pedigree like this i don't i don't i just don't know the I, problem I don't is, think a, i don't think a solo venom movie works no the problem is again yeah. they don't know what they want to do with this movie do they want to make it a rated r super violent movie oh no this isn't tracking well let's make it pg-13 which obviously was it a works. smart choice yeah we didn't mention it but it broke records uh thir- this is the biggest thursday night opening in october 10 million dollars uh it was on track to make 50 million it is now on track to make 75 million oh. after a huge saturday so the pg-13 was the right move they're making the money uh on the box office I think PG-13 is usually the right move when it comes to, you know, that's that's your money. That's where you're going to do it. I mean, Deadpool, the problem problem with Deadpool is it 
gave credence to the rated R stuff. And I feel like people are just like, people will try to copy that. And it worked for both Deadpools and it worked for Logan. Um, I, but I, those are also very different R-rated movies. They are very different R-rated movies, and they both work perfectly. Yes. And I like the idea of making a PG-13 cut. Like, I think that character needs to be R to you really... Deadpool? Yeah, to yeah. be true to the character. Uh, but you're going to get a director's cut when it comes out on Blu-ray. There's going to... There's, there's 30, 40 minutes on, the, is that what it is? on 40, the cutting room floor. 40 minutes of footage from this movie that have been cut to make it PG-13. And it's also all cg so it's clear like when venom when uh, tom hardy finally merges with the symbiote and becomes venom and he's tearing people up so he sneaks into the lab because the what's the gal jenny slate comes to say she's like look he's killing people you were right he's killing people in there you gotta do this so he sneaks in in the worst security lab in history oh yeah Yeah. like there's one (laughs) there's one rent-a-cop work on the floor and she's like oh hey how's it going and And he was just like oh hey man Oh, Jesus. Joe's throwing stuff. Yeah. So ridiculous. Also, no security cameras in this ultra sensitive lab. Nope. Like, there's not a guard looking at a bunch of cameras. Like, he is walking around this high end, multi billion dollar yeah. research lab. He's not even walking around in like the main floor. Like, he's walking around in the laboratory. Yeah, like, there wouldn't be cameras. It's a funny thing because that's the one thing that would happen here in Canada. If you look at Bowling for Columbine, when people walk into people's houses in Canada, they just open the doors and everyone's like, "Hey, come on in for coffee or tea or something like that." It feels like this lab was there where people were like nah back doors open everyone can just wander and everything seems fine yeah the security is so stupid where it's like no this gal i mean i get that she tried to sneak him in but then like she sneaks him in by him ducking down in the car but then they get out of her car and are just walking around freely and i'm like no one is gonna see them just walking around without clearance it's it's stupid is what it is right so he gets he gets he finds the the homeless woman in one of the cells uh he gets possessed by it Venom joins up with Eddie and the problem is is they haven't been able to figure out uh, why the symbiotes are just tearing through remember this remember how hard it is yes. for a symbiote to match with a host remember that now from when we talk right. about it jumping around willy-nilly later which is a plot point that they completely let go oh. of yeah we're just like it's oh, so no, it hard to find a match oh my god eddie brock is a match one match we found him oh nope uh yeah. michelle oh michelle williams michelle is. williams oh, is. oh like <laughs> yeah but they pointed out in the in the in the uh film at one point that someone had matched and stayed with them for three days so it depends you know even if they're killing the individual i think there was this uh the guy that they have strapped to a chair at yeah, one point the black dude they infected him a little bit earlier and then after that three days later he died but so he i mean if michelle good, williams though. character has it for just like an hour or something like that maybe she's still okay that's fair they're not dying instantly right that's true yeah that's, that's true but he was i mean it's like he wasn't looking good and it <laughs> look, jumps around look, look kevin do you want venom boobs or do you not want venom <laughs> boobs because guess what brother? she looked great I mean, I was like, oh, She-Venom is there. That's fantastic. (laughs) I I was like, yay, comic reference. Right, exactly, yeah. So this is kind of based off Lethal Protector (laughs) a little bit. Like, that's kind of where this is based off of because the reason I know that is because those issues spiked when this was announced and the previews came out. They're like, and of course, those were like selling for, you know, 50 bucks a pop because it was a movie. Now you can probably get them for like three bucks. Maybe. Ah. Maybe a little bit less than cover after this came out. So he tries to well, say... Well, no, not based on... Six, not based, I guess that's I true. Mean, the yeah. box office is solid. It's yeah. making money. So, so he, yeah, like just said, he sees the homeless lady. She's not doing well. She's freaking out. He's trying... So he takes a chair or whatever, a canister, throws it through the window. Yeah. That finally sets off some alarms <laughs> where I guess a couple <laughs> rent-a-cops could come save the day. Right. And he fights them all off in this big scene. But... Oh, I have lethal protector. I oh, think good. I have there multiples. Well, 
Nice. Move them. Good work. Yeah. Sell them. Sell them now <laughs> while they're hot. But so anyway, so you can tell in this scene what I was getting at was, I mean, you can tell this was a violent rated R scene. It's yes. all CG, but bodies are flying around and laid out, and all they had to do was select all blood, delete. Yeah. You know, I mean, clearly there is a cut where it had all these blood and gore yes. effects applied. Looking so, at Zombieland, yeah. you're absolutely correct. Yeah, I mean, you could just tell that these these kills were violent, and all they did now is throw the bodies around with no blood. I felt like Ruben Fleischer is like the poor man's Edgar Wright. You know, um, like I mean, sounds I, like a bit of a compliment, but okay. I you know, sure, a little too yeah. much of a compliment. That's but, probably fair. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know, man, even the way that the scenes were set up, I didn't think that this was any, you know, particularly. I, I don't see the comparison that you're trying to make there. Well, I think they both. Even they I both mean, they, they even have Matthew Libatique as, as a cinematographer on this, and you know, he's been working with Darinovsky for so long, and then I'm looking at this, and everything is so flat. Yeah, it's and even the blocking, the way that they're putting the characters in the scenes, in the introduction. Yeah. When Brock goes in sure. at the beginning, the, the, the man's turned towards the window and he's looking outside and he's like, oh, you never get tired of this view. It's like, how? why do you start to see with that? Who gives a <laughs> That's not the point of the scene. <laughs> yeah, it's but really I not. I, I can't see the Edgar Wright reference. Sorry. Well, I mean, like, Edgar, he was apologizing again. <laughs> yeah, Edgar, and we got a story. <laughs> yeah. Edgar Wright, you know, and Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz had that, um, was able to use like CGI blood and the gore and like in the comedy where I feel like Zombieland copied it. You can okay. definitely you can definitely tell okay, yeah, yeah. he's trying and to channel because he did Zombieland. And Zombieland is basically the American Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah but he's never done it again. Yeah, uh, I think Gangster Squad. No, no not did that not close. have any gore in it? But it's not. But the, there's no. That's not funny. But, oh, I think it's supposed to be. But but the point is on here, purpose. I laughed at it, but I didn't. <laughs> <think> that, <laughs> I didn't feel like that was their goal. But here you've got this dark, violent venom. But now you have all this comedy too, and he's clearly trying to zombie land the joint up. But yeah. what it makes is a tonally awkward film that just yeah. doesn't I just ever find like. So Edgar Wright does Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and then Ruben Fleischer does Zombieland and another cop movie. Like yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like that is right. Okay, somewhere okay. and then it's we get it. That's yeah. that's fine. But this and it, then Edgar Wright did Baby Driver, and everybody's like, "Well, all right, well, let's man, talk about man. Venom's voice." So is this Fleischer's Baby Driver? No. <laughs> well, maybe I guess. Uh, yeah, okay. I hated the voice. Oh, I on liked this. it. Really? I was it, fine with it. I didn't that's like one it thing at all. where I'm like, he sounds like Venom. Like that's, that's what how I, would I, think would, I thought it was like. You know, the way they pencil it in most of the time with that little black bubble on top of yeah. it i was like yeah it yeah. sounds like the growl that, I, that to me it was yeah. too on the nose like i wanted something you wanted to christian bail it up i wanted something that wasn't <laughs> what i thought it sounded like i but, wanted it to be venom like but, this but ma- you <laughs> wanted, made me feel like yes Hunger. that's it you wanted to do the uh what was the character in the magnificent seven vincent d'onofrio's yeah. character i love oh, yeah. that character the big yeah. brawly guy that was like hey guys <laughs> no and i don't even have, i don't necessarily be going that direction but no. like i just thought like it was just like it to me that was such the obvious choice uh, it, to me it didn't bother it was exactly how i thought venom it sounded yeah. similar even to the cartoon like in my head i'm thinking like it's that dark i've that never gr- seen the cartoon so. voice don't. like yeah. it does not hold up but yeah that's it's unlike like, what? this look like, that spider-man cartoon does not hold the up. animated series no oh i will disagree with you 100 percent, sir that's oh. my favorite probably my favorite right after uh batman the animated series i love are you say, you think spider-man is better than superman I, I'm, not Justice super, I'm not a Superman guy, and I never watched Justice League. You never watched the Justice League? I'm a Spider-Man and Batman guy. We, we share DC Universe, the app. Yeah. Go watch I, Justice League. I will. I'm just it's saying. so good. I, I've just got to disagree with the no, Spider-Man, Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man. Oh, is that worth a purchase? 
Uh, wait for some. Re- if you're a DC you nerd, split it with three people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If you're a DC nerd, <laughs> right, I think it's worth it. I can't because... get my kids to pay yet. You know, <laughs> hey, your allowance. You just did all that work. Thank you. We're yeah, splitting exactly. DC. Yeah. Go watch Suicide Squad. Yeah. If you're if you're a DC nerd, it's worth it right now because it's got all of the old stuff on there. Um, right. but I think the, once the original content starts coming out, I think it'll be worth it. Yeah, that Titans trailer looked terrible. Yeah, we'll Yikes. see. Yeah, Batman's a killer, so that's why I left. Yeah, that sounds like Batman. <laughs> Jeff Johns, but anyway, right there. No, uh, yeah, that's so, another. So yeah, so he gets he's sick. He can't figure out. He's eating uh, like food out of the trash, and he's eating anything he can get his that hands on. That was a on. gross scene. It was super gross. Was, yeah. I was like, okay, like if we can do this movie, just like a gross horror comedy action yeah. movie. I don't know. Uh, but he like pat he blackouts after eating every bit of trash and scrap of gross stuff. He loves tater tots. Venom loves is that a thing? I that was I've funny. Never I like that. that I've ever loves tater tots. I've read nope. Venom since 1989, yeah. and I've never known tater tots to be a thing. Because in this product m- placement, yeah, yeah, in this universe, yeah, or Ida is really loving <laughs> yeah. this. Like, but in this movie, Venom, whenever he's doing his split thing, Venom's like, it's not alive. But he's like, it's not alive. Like Venom wants to eat living organisms. That is that is a thing. But he loves tater tots. Those are the furthest because they're great the potato maybe they're living yeah so yeah so the the life corporation guys they figure out the jenny slate squealed uh they she says i I brought in eddie brock they come to take out eddie brock and eddie brock goes halfway venom so the symbiote starts to protect eddie brock at every you know it's kind of it's weird did you ever self-preservation did you ever see upgrade did you see that yet? No. See, a lot of people are comparing it to Upgrade. It is very with, much like Upgrade. With not Tom Hardy? With the other, yeah, right. He looks exactly like Tom Hardy. When <laughs> but I with a better American accent. <laughs> but yeah, that's the dude from Prometheus, isn't it? It's yes. Logan yeah. Marshall. Logan Green? Logan Marshall Green or something? Oh. That's not Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's got three names. Yeah, Logan Marshall Green, I believe, is the actor. Yeah. But so so Tom Hardy now, like just said, he's sick. He's sweating a lot. He's the, the symbiote is making him very sick. And so he's trying to cool down. And that's where we get this scene that Jason was talking about that he really liked the dinner scene like out of context i liked it because i'm like whoa this is really weird and funny and awkward <laughs> but again with the tone i'm just like what are we doing here it's just it's so zany and weird yeah I just, he's, he gets he takes these guys out he gets really sick uh he goes to see michelle williams and her her new boyfriend and in the process of like he's just he's going insane so like he's taking a cooked steak off of the plate and he's chewing it and he's like ah oh, it's too too like too cooked so he jumps into and they show this lobster pit lobster cage yeah, yeah in the the very, scene in the, a tank thank you you're welcome yeah in the opening Tanks, scene you're welcome yeah, right. a lobster cage lobster cage that's what it is right they're in a cage Rock yeah lobster. the ones that's putting the water in the ocean yeah right yeah exactly and like they show it in the beginning of the you scene know, you know yes. either he's just gonna reach in there and grab one and eat it but he goes full bruce wayne and jumps into the thing jumps into the tank and just picks one up and just chomps into it and i do like michelle williams like oh We've got a problem. <laughs> the other thing that's so yeah. stupid about this is the head of the restaurant's like, "Yeah, we're calling the police," and the doctor's like, "No, no, no, don't do that." He's like, my patient. Like how? Like yeah. How easily can you talk out a restaurant also, from a crazy person assaulting their customers? But, but he's a doctor. But, they convince no, no, people no. no. He's in day, San dude. Francisco, which is sorry, <laughs> land of the liberals. Where they're just like, well, maybe he is sick. That's Let's true. give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, I know, but it's I, just like... I feel like that's a fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> I know I always like, you're writing their script for them, but no. No, I... If yeah. this wasn't so... Bl- 
blatantly set in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, man, I, Joe just said that like it's a dirty thing. The land of the liberal. I mean, it's uh, look, it's liberalism. <laughs> is it too much? Yeah, is it that it's, bad? A, it's a little bad. I've never like, been. It's, it is, uh, dude. Like they have a problem right now because they won't they won't tell people no, and like they won't get on. They have a problem like they're so coddling to the homeless. There's literal like piles of human. On yep. the street, yep. Because people, oh, okay, we don't have that problem here. Yeah, people, <laughs> people just literally We're not that nice. Just <laughs> poop in the street. They're just like, oh, they're just they're just having a rough day. Yeah, it's like, well, okay. he also just took a crap on the street. Yeah, so whatever. So that's that's. Are they going to put different. those doggy bags uh, in places? You know, where they can just. Uh, no, they're just no. So this is where the doctor <laughs> takes Eddie back to the hospital and he does the scan. He does and an MRI. true to the character, I mean, this Sonics is like the, and fire. the sound wave. So they they do the test on him and it starts. Sound freaking. wave isn't in this movie. Uh, well. I wish he was. <laughs> but so this, so he Next does year. the CAT scan, I guess, is what yeah, it is. And yeah. that sends the waves that uh, start separating venom. And th- I did kind of like the weird, creepy, gross out, like when his eyes, like when yeah, he, well, he, start, he kind of starts to get the white eyes and the big mouth. To combine yeah. uh, Eddie Brock with venom and the merging and stuff. There's some weird, cool imagery there. But yeah. they eventually get the thing loose. And uh, they trap it behind. Oh, no, like, that's the second time. I know, but. But yeah, you're we, right. Yeah. So we should say that he finally becomes. He goes full venom, and we get to see the look, and he's got, like, the... Instead of having the big white spider, he's got, like, white veins on his, like, all his veins. Instead of having... Yeah, like, that was weird. I didn't like that I didn't all. mind it, because it was, like, I get that they obviously cannot reference Spider-Man, so they're trying to do, like, little things that will invoke that costume, because that costume's yeah. pretty iconic. Even the one that Spider-Man wore yeah. is a very iconic, still very popular costume. Um, oh man, it looked like a really violent dildo. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. The giant, just... the giant penis in his mouth. There's that too. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. So now you've got like this weird buddy cop movie where you've got Venom and Eddie, who I like. Like I like. Did you ever see Locke? Yeah. yeah, no, no, that was great dynamic. Yeah, you're, you're like right he, on the, he's the only one. It's, it's John, it's John Locke. That's not right. Um, it's Tom Hardy in a car by himself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw that. That was right. Real, that was good. The ending was a little meh, but yeah, they it, left you. Yeah, but uh, but no, that was good. Uh, so th- what they did, he like they're kind of doing the same thing here, where like I like the dynamic of Eddie and Venom, and like them to like them talking to each other, where you know people are just like he's walking on the street talking to Venom, and people are like, "What are you saying?" He's like, "Nothing, nothing. Sorry, no, I'm not saying anything." <laughs> Um. Yeah. It's, fast forward. Fast it's forward. All of me. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's exactly what it is. Uh. So now Venom and Eddie have to go take the fight to Riz Ahmad. Uh, yeah. This is this is probably of all the problems I have with this movie. The the shift of Venom's character to wanting oh, to yeah, just right, kill right, right. people to seriously in one line. I'm like, did I miss something? Did I fall asleep? <laughs> all a- of a sudden, Venom. <laughs> he's like. I've decided that I I like not, it here. I do, yeah. I do not want to take over the world, and I want to stay here. I want to fight Riot. With right. Like, it is so dumb the way the character shifts. Yeah, and then we get a big CG monster fight, uh, and this which is, is so like, uninteresting. If we haven't, if we haven't, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, if we haven't learned our lesson with CG monster fights, 
they're so boring and uninteresting. This whole time, I'm like, is this going to end? It's long. It's stupid. It's not cool. I mean, no. I feel it like, sounds like this show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, this is like maybe back in the '90s when they discovered I, CG. This would have been amazing. And, and it's like, okay, that's cool. But we've seen so many great fight scenes, such great choreography, such great practical effects, and sometimes CG works. But when you get one of these big dumb CG five minute monster fights, I'm like looking at the clock, like, okay, I get it. They're bashing each other, but they're just big fake characters. And so there's no, uh, you know, there's no stakes. It just feels so. I think the only time it really worked is I, I actually like the the fight sequence in The Incredible Hulk. Like that last scene between the Hulk and the Abomination. Is that Edward Norton? Yeah, it's okay. the Ed Norton Hulk. Yeah, and I, I like didn't that, like that at all. I, see, that I think that's one of the, that might be next to Iron Man 3, like the second most polarizing of the Marvel movies, of the MCU stuff. People don't realize. A lot of people I, don't realize. I love that. That's, that's, a, that's a great Hulk movie. Yeah. That's a very good Hulk movie. Um, I'm so, you see, I keep dropping it down. I was like, it's great. That's eh, pretty good. That's eh, all right. <laughs> uh, but that's what this scene was. And like that scene where the symbiotes are like break apart, like in 1997, that would have blown your mind, blown your mind yeah. when like the whole, yeah. like all of it. And that, now- that is the only cool shot in this entire movie is when him and it's both symbiotes or venom and riot are fighting and then all of a sudden the 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 rocket takes off the rocket like does the sound wave thing and then eddie and drake are are visible inside the suits like that was a cool slow motion shot like i I like it looked like a comic book cover that you want to have as a kid yeah honestly you're right it looked like a a clayton crane cover i saw that and i was like cool shot that was the only time i said that during this movie so anyway the the Riot gets onto the spaceship. Venom somehow blows up the spaceship and kills Riz Ahmad. Uh, and now Venom lands and he we locks th- him in there somehow, right? Because he makes it explode and then he's like, ah, you're trapped. One way. Yeah. And then he just like drags it down. And then. We- oh, because yeah, he like I mean, he makes it explode because he drags down the side of it. And right. So it just combusts or whatever. And explodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we cut to like two weeks later Well, this is the weird thing too, <laughs> Venom. So he land, Eddie Brock lands in the water and Venom is presumed dead here. Right. Like it's like, yeah. and then, uh, because we see him out of the suit, we see, oh, and Venom again, now they're in love. Venom, goodbye, Eddie. I love you. You know, like they have this big dramatic thing that who cares? Like, does anyone really care about these characters? No. Like, they want to make you feel sorry that Venom and his lover, Eddie Brock are being separated. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't care. It's interesting because that the idea that the symbiote is killing Eddie is a thing that they use in the comic books is that this, because Eddie wore the, the suit for so long, like it caused yeah. him to have cancer yeah. and mm-hmm. that's why he got rid of it. And he becomes anti venom. It is a parasite. And, um, the story. So anyway, they, Michelle Williams, two weeks later, Michelle Williams is comforting Eddie. We should also I'm say so... they did, they did kiss like Michelle Williams somehow got the symbiote after it came off Eddie Brock. But that was uh, Venom. Venom was coercing right. her to, you know, kiss him. Sure, or we'll go with that. But th- in this two weeks later, Venom's presumed dead, and she's like, "I'm so sorry about Venom." Like they're talking about Venom, like he's this, <laughs> like he isn't yeah. chopping like heads off and dog. killing people. <laughs> it's like she's like, "I'm so sorry about your special relationship with your special guy Venom." Like, and it's like, no, this guy is killing people. He's scary. He took your body over. Right, like, right. I, I laughed out loud when I heard that line. Yeah, it was. It's so dumb that she tries to make Venom into this sympathetic hero right. character. And then, of course, we hear Venom's voice inside Eddie's head where he's just like, you should tell her. And he's like, nah, it's all right. And it's just kind of weird because at this point, I'm like, okay. So now it's liar, liar. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
or but Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, is there a cut of this movie? Like, they never even show, like, the Venom, like, slinking away. They don't allude to it. Like, somehow, Venom is just not dead. Like, right. I, I just wish there was some kind of explanation as to what happened. But Yeah. Then we get the scene in the trailer. This is the scene that I thought... <sighs> This is like so you get it in the trailer and I once I right. saw the beginning of this movie I was like well that's your ending part yeah like that's the end part of this movie is the where he attacks the the stereotypical uh, Mexican guy this is the foreshadowing yeah. earlier because yes. this guy is apparently holding he asks the convenience store for protection money and holds her at gunpoint he gets the money Eddie doesn't do anything about it when he's the down on his luck sad sap or whatever same scene happens again yeah. but this time Venom. Eats, eats the guy. Eats the guy. Yeah. And and then, of course, you, I, I, you do like, I do like the line where he's like, oh, that, yeah, I, I got yeah. a parasite. But the whole turd in the wind thing. That was, what like, the but hell? also, like, I don't think turds roll in the wind. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess it makes sense yeah. now that I think about it because you're in San Francisco where people poop in the street. Uh, see? And there's big hills. <laughs> and there's yeah. giant, oh, giant no. hills. I'm yeah. rethinking yeah. this entire movie. But they were trying oh, to put man. an exclamation point at the end of this movie that was so cool with the Venom face going halfway off. I didn't mind that. And he says... Oh, I thought that was stupid. And it, I was it was so fine. dumb. When they did that, I'm like, it would have been cooler if it was just Venom saying we whatever. But like... To show his face like the that. Whole, we are Venom. We are Venom. Oh, yeah. bum, actually, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> like, what are we doing? No. It, <laughs> also starring J.K. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this movie, this script is so terrible. I actually, I didn't mind when Venom and Eddie Brock would say we. Like, that uh, is a thing from I the mean, comic books. That's like, fine I, for know. the character, but ending it like it was yes. supposed to be badass. Oh, yeah. no. We, blah, 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 <laughs> we are Venom. Like, no. Just. So then the, the, the mid credit sequence is, so Eddie tells... Uh, Michelle Williams, he's like, I have a massive interview that I like. He asked specifically for me, and of course, I leaned over to Brian. I was like, it's cla- it's of course, yeah. Cassidy. I did, like, Cassidy. Yeah. I did the same thing with my friend John. Like, if you know the comics and you know they're trying to set this up for a sequel, it's right. got to be Carnage, right? And we knew, like, we knew that Woody Harrelson was in this movie. No, we didn't. You did because oh, I, I did. I, was, I didn't know. I was oh, like, I knew. I was like, what? Yeah, I knew he was cast, it, but they never said who he was. Yeah, I mean, it, he's a Reuben Flesher guy, a zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, we know when I saw. So I'm just like, okay. oh my god. And when he walks in and they show him in that fucking wig. <laughs> I, and and my I, reaction Brian, was like, Carrot Top and Ronald McDonald yeah, had a kid. Yeah. Spath and I both just started laughing. <laughs> yes. Because the wig is, he looks like Carrot Top. It's like, that's, it's so, it's bad. so bad. I mean, and of course, Cletus Cassidy has like crazy red hair. Yeah. And he becomes. But, yeah. But he's he, Irish. It's it makes regular sense. redhead. You can't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not just like an obnoxious wig on some bald guy's head. No. It's so it's, goofy. It's Woody Harrelson just. It's just Woody it, Harrelson turning being, it up to eleven. It's him being Woody Harrelson with a goofy red wig on <laughs> right. his head. So there's. No, your, I'd there's love it your, if they put this, you know, and this this is exactly what happens is that he loses the symbiote at one point, and then it launches into natural born killers. Yeah, I'd love it if that was the. the <laughs> well, case, I think you know, I, Carnage is an offshoot of Venom. Like he yeah. calls yeah. Venom father or dad. So like that's mm-hmm. going to be a th- how that's going to happen. I don't know. But. Yeah, because they're supposed to. S- you know, in the comics, they 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 share a jail cell together, right? And that's that's why you know. Yeah. The, the sad thing is, I would have because le- it reproduces asexually. Right. I, I left this movie thinking, oh well, on the upside, I'll never have to see another one. Of oh these. no, you're seeing another one. But now, apparently, mm-hmm. it's seventy five yeah. million dollar open weekend. I'm gonna see. Oh, you're gonna one get of these. Venom colon maximum carnage. Oh, I got Venom in my colon. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the you messed up no thing. Right. You get to the end of the credits, and they show you a five minute clip of into the spider verse and it's 
phenomenal. I'm still trying to cope with the animation. I style, was with you but, until I saw it on the big screen in like for less than two minutes for more yeah. than two minutes. The only thing I don't like is okay. So basically, it's anime CG. It's lower yeah. frames per second, so it's choppy. The art direction it's much is comic. It's very much it's like beautiful a comic looking, yeah. but the, but the the animation's choppy. But then sometimes it's not. Sometimes like Spider Man swinging from a web or Miles Morales is doing jumping off a building, and it's or like something. thirty frames per second, silky smooth. And I'm like, okay, so is it choppy? Is it smooth? Like. I don't know. I don't know. It, it looks great. The tone is fun, though. Yeah, it, you've got uh, the guy from The New Girl. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson is adult Peter Parker. Yeah, I don't like him I as Peter I don't like Parker him as Peter Parker. Because Peter Parker isn't... Sno- it, like, it's John, that's John Krasinski. That's what it should have been. Yeah, like, Peter Parker is all about the oh, jabs, but one. he, like, has this kind of, like, lackadaisical stoner delivery, which yeah. I like, but not as Peter Parker. But I wonder if this is... We'll see how six, he does one, We'll wonder if this is 616 Peter Parker. Yeah, like we don't know. Like, yeah, well, maybe give, and Peter Parker's next. dead in this universe, so this is a different universe. This Peter is, Parker. but is this the Marvel universe, Peter Parker? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've got Peter Parker, you've got Miles Morales, you've got Gwen Stacy as Spider Gwen, uh, you've got Spider Noir as Nick Cage is the voice of Spider Noir, which is great. John Mulaney as the voice of Spider Ham, which. <laughs> Amazing! Uh, so I weird lo- that that's in a movie. It's I, I love the the line where he's like, "Do animals talk in this world?" Because yeah, I don't want to freak him. That up. was funny. <laughs> um, I'm willing to bet that Spider Man 2099 is in this movie. Yeah. They just haven't shown it. Probably him yet. that's the one oh, that suit. Would be nice. That's the one suit where I was like, "Come on, how do you not put they that probably, suit into the movie?" They probably will. But this is produced by Chris Miller and Phil Lord, the Lego yes. Movie guys. So if you want to know why the tone is the way it is, and it seems very funny, very entertaining, it's like I those guys, I trust them. I really want to see their cut of Solo. You know, is it, I, does it exist? Ah, shut up! It's fine. <laughs> Solo's fine. Leave. No, it's Let fine. It rest. Thank I you, just Jason. Turn into the fucking Snyder cut again. No, 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 it's it's fine. I'm just saying, I'm a big, Ooh. I'm a big fan. I'm silencing of, this conversation, uh, I'll talk over you the whole time. <laughs> anyway, I'm a big fan of them. The nice Canadian is gone. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but yeah, two two turds rolling in the wind up on this one. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, this was uh, financially, it was a success. Uh, storytelling wise it was a complete disaster I will say this movie mm-hmm. as bad as it is from a critical perspective this is a very very bad movie very poorly written it's I just, don't think it's it, I saw it being compared to Catwoman and I was like it, oh, is, no, it is not no, Catwoman not at bad. all no that's the thing this is a bad movie but I was also more entertained maybe because I was laughing at it I don't know why <laughs> but I was more entertained in this than I was in Hellfest and some other movies like it isn't I know you got there isn't, like, this is the, the week I get strep is the week yeah. you decide to do a slasher book <laughs> There is an entertainment factor here, but it's not good. This is, is the, not a good movie. No, no, no. no it's not. I, uh, I think in closing, I should point out uh, Hampton Yount, the voice of Crow on the MST3K reboot, yeah. uh, tweeted out, and I thought this summed up this movie perfectly. Venom was bitten by a radioactive Evanescence song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God, the rock soundtrack. We didn't even mention it. I'm not talking about the rock. The, the Eminem song at the end. All I know was they Venom. they said something about uh, Venom tentacles in your butthole, yeah. and I'm just like, <laughs> this is the high point of the film for me. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, 
but they try to uh, accentuate action scenes in this movie with these like Evanescent style rock songs. Yes. Yeah. And when they came on, yeah. I laughed because I'm like, is this supposed to be cool? Because they're playing these, <laughs> they're playing like, a, 90s a, a rock ba- songs? A band from 2003 that <laughs> yeah. had yeah. maybe four hits. Didn't, isn't that what you thought of? Like when they're doing oh, some yeah, kind absolutely. of car scene and they start playing rock and you're just like, no, no don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Yeah, there's your, there's Venom. So uh, I, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, before we go around the table, Jason, where can people find you and your wonderful podcast oh you guys can find us on all the podcatchers uh the ones that you guys usually choose so atlantic sc or atlantic screen connection podcast you can find me online you can find it on twitter at atlantic sc and also at jason b michael on twitter uh facebook is my profile's public you guys can go there as well if you're still using it and on instagram same thing thanks for having me on this is really fun yeah thank, you were great yeah, thank you for thank you for taking thanks, the time out thanks for finally accepting all our invitations <laughs> to come on the show we've been asking him for years and he finally says well i love venom and i was excited about it so i had a fun time man it's not a good movie at all but it you know sometimes uh, those are they the, had me with the opening from the predator those sometimes <laughs> are the, those are the most fun ones to talk about yeah, yeah. that's true Thanks, but Jason. He, he's very pressed for time. He's Canada's answer to Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we get him out of here. The, the rest of us <laughs> can have flux capacitor shining in the back there. too. <laughs> there is. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's hardwired. It comes on when I turn on the light switch. So very cool. Uh, Love it. So uh, I guess we will. The rest of us will go around the table and say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook. Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you want to continue the conversation online, you can uh, do so at facebook.com slash real spoilers or find us on Twitter at real spoilers. Also, don't forget, we're available on iTunes. Uh, you can go there, rate, review, subscribe, and of course, our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Terry's soul is put into a horse. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.